You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. From a bomb shelter dug deep behind your grandmother's house. The multiple man, Jamie Madrox. The chain smoker, Monoxide. The number one podcast you've never heard of. Many describe it as better than wet dog food and milk. And or a wet handshake from someone wearing a glove. Let's go now to Jamie and Paul with the Freak Show Podcast. Exclusively on SoundTalentMedia.com. What's up and welcome to another exciting episode of the Freak Show podcast. A very special episode indeed. It is. It's true. We're here. We're now. This is a celebration of the Freak Show album. 20 years in the making, Monoxide. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's almost old enough to drink. It is. It really is. And, and it's, one of, it? it's one of our most iconic records that we've put out. And I think it held a place in time that really solidified who and where we are today, I believe. Do you think so? Uh, I believe it was our most experimental. Absolutely. We went into that studio and we turned it into a mad scientist laboratory, if you will, wrapped in aluminum <laughs> with the right syllabuses on the right syllables. Yes. And I had an abacus keeping track of all of the cool things you were doing. And we literally were onto something that we had no clue what we were onto. And Very true. Here we are, 20 years to the day. I can't believe it. And today's episode is all dedicated to Freak Show in some way, shape, or form. We've tried to infuse it with the utmost awesomeness that we possibly can to help you understand this celebration of Freak Show if you're new, if you're a new listener. Because let's be honest, Monoxide, we've done a lot of things since Freak Show. I mean, we've been a lot of places. We've seen a lot of faces. And, any, <laughs> and anybody new who might be out there on the outskirts watching this right now might say to yourself, what is a Freak Show? I thought that was y'all's podcast name. Nope, it all comes from somewhere. It and does. Freak Show is just the all-encompassing home of illusion. It is! House of insanity. Yes! And here we go, man. Here we, That's here what it we is. stepped into it with. And um, I don't think you can sum us up any better than <laughs> a couple of Freak Shows. <laughs> And what's awesome is 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 just because we're going to have a lot of fun on this episode, we're actually going to go back and talk to uh, the guy, the guy that was in the studio with us during the whole entire recording process of the record later on in the show. Fritz the Cat is here, ladies and gentlemen. And also, um, in the world of arts and graphics, a guy who actually, I started talking into the mic. I was over here. I was like, you can. <laughs> I felt like I was talking to you or something. But nevertheless, if you are listening to us now on, on Spotify or one of just the audio only versions we hope that you're enjoying this as well, and, and we hope that you can just imagine us, uh, at least me, being very glossy and sweaty right now, and Monoxide just being cool as shit. He is smoking. He's not even sweating. He doesn't... He doesn't. I don't sweat. I had those glands removed <laughs> when I was 19 because the girls didn't dig it. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a fucking point. But Gary Arnett is also here tonight, and we are going to talk to him. Yeah, hell yeah. And, and you might be like, Gary who? And I'm telling you, when you're done with these informations that we are going to bless your ears and eye holes with, um, I think you'll have a better understanding of just the passion that was put into this project and why it has such an important role in our legacy. Okay, cool. So 
Without further ado, I think we should just start the show. What do you think? Let's get into it. Yeah, roll that clip. <laughs> Matt Nibs, I'm all day, every day. I want to go behind the scenes. I might bring you behind the scenes when they go live. Just check me out later. <laughs> What's up? My name is Jamie Madrox, and welcome to my five favorite freak show songs. Now, compiling this list was not easy, no way, shape, or form. But I was given the task, and I shall execute the task. Number five, where it's going down. I dig the song. The reason that I like it the most, and it's starting off my list, is because it's the first time that we got to work with an actual platinum artist. 3-6 Mafia was huge at the time, still is huge today. Juicy J is synonymous. DJ Paul is out there doing his thing. People know about 3-6 Mafia. And ICP was asked to be on their track. They said, you can have your homies on it. Then we said, hey, you want to be on our album? We happen to be recording a record at the same time. And they were like, man, hell yeah. And we were like, that's what's up. And because of that, communication, we put a little bit of drive-by in the fold with ABK and Blaze, and it became an instant classic, in my opinion. Number four, People Are Strange. Now, everybody knows that this song is from The Doors, and when Paul and I originally sat down to record this song, it was almost Riders of the Storm. Dare I say it, we wrote it down, and we were learning the lyrics, and, 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 and Paul was like, stop! Damn presses. He's like, man, listen, listen, listen to, let me talk to you. The lyrics to People Are Strange. And I heard it. And I stopped what I was doing, and I'm like, I, it, there was something that was felt between the two of us, and it was more than our love for the doors. And the next thing you know was, People are strange when you're a number three to all the angels with broken wings. A very, very important song near and dear to my heart, expressing the vibe and the feeling that no matter how flawed you are, you can still exist in this world today, and it's okay to be you. I promise you. That's my number three selection off of Freak Show. Number two has to be Fall Apart. This song is super duper important to me. I remember building it in the studio with Fritz and Paul, and we were in the disc, Studio A, upstairs, and just the vibe. We were doing it on our own. We felt that it was time to take the reins, leave the nest, flap the wings, and bring it together. And I gotta say that Fritz really elevated his game and took everything to a whole new level of production and was more like, well, let me show you this. 18 tracks later, Freak Show was born. So thank you, Fritz, for stepping up and kicking much A. Number one. The number one selection from yours truly from the Freak Show catalog has got to be Mutant X. It is so important. The very first time Monoxide and I performed the song from Freak Show was at the very first gathering of the Juggalos in the parking lot stage that was erected in the Novi Expo Center. And when we took the stage and it just started. Watch as they change and mutate into a freak show Twist the serial killing juggalos And you could just feel it the, the, the electricity that was coming off the stage The little hairs on the back of your neck was standing up I believe a nipple or two was hard in the crowd The energy was through the roof 
and Twisted was there to introduce you and everyone at the gathering to the very first Taste of Freak show. So that's why it's my number one. This has been Jamie Madrox with his personal top five songs from Freak Show. Mm. We're that back. was an interesting five. <laughs> I don't know if I would have went with Mutant X as my number one, it, but... God damn it, why? What would your number one have been? Are I'm we not going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this. Go to the Facebook. I'm going to put up my top five. Put up the top five. All there right, there go. it is. There I don't want to waste any more of their time with that. We have got kick-ass segments. We've got kick-ass guests. All things related to the Freak Show. Fair 20 enough. 20 years in celebration. Keep it rolling. We'll be back after this on the 20th anniversary celebration. <laughs> Sorry, celebration. Everybody's doing it. They shoot at 1080. Yeah. Don't trip. That's the good <laughs> shit. You're good. We're headed right. to the roof right now. It's true. We're about to make history. Don't don't get ran over. We're about to get. We're about to make history right now and uh, record something that should have been recorded 25 years ago. That is more than just we don't die. <laughs> Complete visuals. 20 years. Freak show, man. We're about to put it to it. We got the motherfucking dead man, Blazer Dead Homie. We got the motherfucking Warrior ABK and the motherfucking high. On October 30th, Sound Talent Group in coordination with Live From and MNE will bring to you Welcome to the Freak Show, a digital experience like none other. 20 years of terror celebrating Twisted's iconic album, Freak Show, with a one-of-a-kind digital experience. Twisted will be performing every song off the album in a very special way. Welcome to the Freak Show. Freak show. Freak show. God damn, that's loud. <laughs> Hello? Hey, hey, Fritz. Hey, man. Hey, uh, uh, first time caller, long time listener. You got your pants uh, on, buddy? Yeah! <laughs> we want to welcome everybody to this awesome segment. Um, as you know, Fritz, it's the 20th anniversary of Freak Show, uh, our iconic album, to, to say the absolute least. For those who don't know, you played an extremely large portion in the 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 career of that of twisted of that alone. But we'll but, but, start there. <laughs> say it right. Oh sure. Like we Damn, go, we go back, man. We do, man. We do. We go way back. We've probably. I think you are our oldest friend from this. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's we very go true. way back with you, brother. That isn't saying that we're here. We are, man. It here is. We are. It is. <laughs> Well, I, I remember you guys when you would come in. When I remember Brian coming in with with his his eight track cassette for House of Crazies, yep. going in to work with uh, with Tom, you know, to do some mastering or sound tooling or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I knew you from seeing you around there. But then it just kind of morphed into after uh, Most Tasteless and. You got, you're like, hey, man, you, you want to work together? And right. That's like, awesome. It was a nightmare in the beginning, Fritz. The engineers <laughs> that we had. The Shouts out to, to the early engineers, but the first two hours would be them hooking up cords and uh, plugging right. shit in and getting stuff. And next thing you know, you got 40 minutes left. And, that, and you, we came <laughs> in, shit was already set up. It's you true. were like, what do you want to do? It's and true. we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's awesome. So right off the bat, Absolutely. that resonated with us, dude. And for those 
those of those of you who who are just joining us and don't know, like we're talking about the early early days, uh, uh, House of Crazies days, oh, well, pre twisted days when it was the disc Ltd in in East Detroit at the time, now right. East Point, and uh, and and this is where where we kind of hooked up with Fritz and and a lot of other rappers from <clears throat> the city to be blatantly honest. But that's awesome that you said that because what I wanted to ask you, sir, is was that part of the of a hustle? Like, like, is that part of like a, cause you know, like you'd get new people in there and that's why y'all had the rap demo package. And it was like, and I'm not saying it was your hustle. I'm saying, was that something that you guys were taught by like someone, right. I won't say any names, but someone in order to start, it's a rap demo package. It's a two hour deal. The first half hour, you just hook up chords. Right. And then by the second half hour, they're not ready. Then by the last hour, it's almost time to wrap up and you're just printing an invoice. Was and you that- want to sell them another two hours. <laughs> it's like, is that part of, well, Tell it. I mean, it, it was not. It's actually the way that some dudes work. Yes. Because yes. they're like, you know what? We'll drag this out. You know, the but it's like they kept me busy. And I mean, because mm. I was working, I was doing like seven at night till seven in the morning, and that was six days a week. So I just wanted to pe- get people in, get the shit done. I want to drag shit out. Right. I, you know, when people are trying to do two hours, if you're dicking around and don't get anything done, then they just don't book you again. Well, what so, I thought... Well- what I thought was interesting is that you set up yourself from the get go as a professional dude, as a fair dude, as a dude that was like. Or, or, and I wondered sometimes, and I'm asking you this right now on 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 the air. I, I wonder sometimes, did you did you treat us with that little extra love? We'll call it because you seen us come together with our paperwork, and we were already pre practiced, and we had in our minds, you know, like it, it, by the third in the third half hour, the first half hour, we already had a song. Done Done, you know, like just our. Was it because of that that you were like, man, these guys are are like, what what made you want to fuck with us and continue to work with us? Is I guess what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is again that it, I knew that you you know were in it because mm-hmm. I'd see you in and out. You weren't just like you know rap demo special come in, you know, bring all your Ow. homies in, <laughs> and it just becomes a big freaking nightmare. That it's yeah. like you were doing you were doing it, you know. Yeah. So that's always good good to have it it absolutely helps to have your shit together but also you were cool dudes because like i had guys that would come in that were like straight up super gangster thug (laughs) guys but they were like we don't know what the fuck we're doing can you help us and i would because i mean they were straight that's right they were cool if you come in like a superstar and a diva you're like okay well i'm here to hit the record button superstar go ahead and, and I want to ask do your, you, do your thing. I, yeah, 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 yeah. How many of those did you get? I mean, obviously, obviously not the people that you do return, uh, did do return business with, but of, of your time there, how many people can you count on one hand or is it just uncountable that, that were just like straight assholes that came in there and were just like, you know, condescending, belittling, like, you know, you, you well, get what I'm saying. Probably, I would probably say that works because for the most part, you know, if you're paying good money to go into a studio, you you don't want to waste your time, and you know you you try to approach it professionally. Right. I I would say there are probably like five or six groups or people that when I'd see them come up on the schedule at 
absolutely <laughs> would. He was like, oh, my God, no, not them again. Yeah. And <laughs> what I could do is I could make their stuff sound shitty, and they would never God. book me again. It's but so- I wasn't going to do that. That's awesome. that makes me look bad. No, you you're, right. So, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's a good, that's a good attitude to have. Were, there were, seriously were some people that I absolutely was, like, dreading going in there because they were – so hard to work with, you know, they were, just, they were shitty people, and it was wow. just, you know, it was, it was no fun. I mean, listen no up, fun rappers. <laughs> listen, this, you're here. Listen up, talent. They're Tell- letting you know. You set the tone of your studio session. This is true. You go in there acting like an asshole, yep. that's what you're going to get. Yep. Toilet paper. Yep. You go in there ready to work, yep. serious about your craft, you will inspire that engineer because he has seen nothing. Uh, when, when, but when disrespect. Right. Came in, <laughs> she right. was super cool, and she she is literally a diva. Wait, you know? say that again, because that was what I was going to ask you. Is what what uh, when it, not the not the 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 condescending people who think they're a stars, but people that were legitimately stars. Who who did you work with of that? You said. Well, Anita Baker. There was you go. Probably the the biggest Which one. Which is dope, and right? She was just dope as shit. Super cool. Uh huh. We had, of course, we had Crazy George Clinton that yes. would come in, and he would just like wander around the studios and just barge into a session and drop some vocals for somebody <laughs> so, and yeah. go over to the next one and it's just like hey, you okay. just work out the next five years of your life with publishing because you're not awesome. you're not letting go of that free verse you're not you're just not That's awesome. I got, you gotta well, fucking cool. love that oh, it man. was cool too with when I first got over there at the mm. desk they, uh, the, the guy I worked midnights with was tight with the guys from the hip hop shop mm. so he was bringing in the people the proofs and, you know, the JDs and mm-hmm. those, the ones that, that did that whole whole crew, and then they brought in, it's through them that I they would do a couple sessions with Eminem to come in, you know, doing a verse on some people's shit. Right. Getting so, to that whole crew of people and watching them get, you know, just like go... For sure. No, I was going to say, so it had to be it had to be refreshing uh, in hindsight to look at that and be like, this is when you would see the schedule and you'd be like, oh, at least I know I'm going to work with some people who are going to do some good music. And I know it's going to be a a light, you know, light vibe and everybody's just going to be chill and professional as opposed to, uh oh, it's going to be a party. And chances are there's going to be hookers and cocaine and we probably (laughs) won't even be doing any music. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, even even some of the people that came in. To just straight up party, if they were cool, right, right. I didn't give a shit. It was even better because then they'd like the next day they'd listen to their shit and be like, okay, well, we just got to re record everything now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, you live and learn, and that's why we know uh, how we keep it. We keep it business, and, and I think we keep it how we keep it, which is always professional, and we go for what we'd like. Um, We've been all over the place, Fritz. We've recorded with all kinds of people, and I will say I have never met anybody that knows Pro Tools the way that you know it. And I just want to know, are you self-taught? Did you go to classes for that? Like, how did your knowledge is insane of that? I went to, you know, I went to the recording school at the desk, the Recording Institute of Detroit, back in... 1989, and there was no Pro Tools then. Pro Tools wow. didn't come out until, I think, 1994. Wow. So we had, at the disc, we had Pro Tools there. Nobody used it because it was ancient, and it was just like, wow. you know, everything was, we were doing, everything was like ADATS and DA88, right. digital recording, but 
it wasn't through Pro Tools because hard drive space was expensive. The program was expensive. The early days. <laughs> but I was, I was still. I'm like, I kind of knew that's where it was going to go. So it's like you got, you got to learn it. But it's like any tool that you're using, you just get to know it so that. You know, you can be proficient at it, you know. And like so, any tool, so that tool is only as good as the person using it. And I have never seen anybody as good as you, bro. That Real is talk. No, insane. that is That is, no, seriously, because, like, we've been, like he said, work with a lot of people and just your efficientness from, from time insane. from time to warm up the computer, so to speak, to time to record. It's, like, like literally less than a minute. And it's, like, with other people, that can be a 13, 14-minute process. And it's, like, just, well, just it's, figuring it's like, shit out. The part of the, it's like the the whole gig is okay. You got creative talent, and you got a bunch of inanimate machines that you're recording <laughs> on, and you got to be the interface between them. And it's getting the what a great way to put from it. the people you're working with. That's awesome. And I learned a long time ago that artists hate sitting there while you're hold up a second. Let me. Uh, get <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> right. And I mean, and you can tell then when they go to do their thing. They're like, well, fuck, you know, so I'm true. sitting here for, you know, a half hour while you're dicking around. You know, if you want someone to perform, they don't, you know, you just don't you let them go do their thing, you know, and don't make people wait. You know, that goes both ways. Again, you know, fair enough. No, fair enough. I, I appreciate that. And I think that's why we work so well together. And I think that's why uh, I, would would we say because I know we worked I know we worked uh, briefly on Most Tasteless and, and musics during that. But I think Freak Show was like the first time that you really got down and dirty with us. You, and we, we did the whole record together. We did together. the whole record together, and it was just kind of like we started building a sound for Twisted, and we went, like, I just kept doing this. I was like, you're building a sound for Twisted. And we just literally started going towards the right and, and continuing that. Right. You remember that? Having everybody put it, like, everybody get a button on three. Yes. Punch it out. Yes. And on three, punch it back in. Yes. Like, five people. Well, it, like, was it was crazy. Because usually, you know, we would record down at Studio B and then bring everything up in Studio A to mix. Yes. But it was... It was the Halloween song in the year 2000 <laughs> that you couldn't get upstairs to mix it, so we had to mix it in Studio B. Yep. So it was like, okay, well, here's... <laughs> we had, we had last tracks, go, right? When, we, when you get to this part, you hit this button, and it was a, just a big group effort of a bunch of motherfuckers trying to push buttons. Hitting button, hit, everybody and, had two buttons at the same time. <laughs> Paul had two. I had two. I think you were. You had like three or four because you were like, fuck it. And, and everybody, and you're just kind of hoping we have rhythm, and, and it, it, everything happened the way that it was supposed to happen. And it's like, yeah, that was a yeah. true. I think that was our first like uh, working together experience. And we got to watch that music. Was killer. The process yes. change entirely yes. the way that it is created now mm -hmm. and put out to the masses. We got to see that together, man, and to watch you evolve right along with us, bro, is so I'm proud of you. Yeah, absolutely, man. The Me too. Oh, you oh, overcome, bro. It, Super proud. For of you. sure, for you know, sure. Well, it, you, you know, when there were a bunch of people there that were like, "Hey, man, will we make it big?" You know, we're going to bring you with us. And I'm like, okay, yeah, man, no problem. And you're the only ones who actually followed through with that. Yeah, so, right Greg Wiley may hate us to this day. <laughs> hey, sorry, but God Greg. damn it, dude. Yes, bro. We knew it. We, we had, appreciate we had you. To. As soon as we had the opportunity, 
As soon as Absolutely. they opened that door, we were Absolutely. like, we got somebody. We got somebody. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> and I think, and I think that was just another another way of of us helping build the legacy uh, uh, there and the whole Dark Carnival vibe. I mean, bringing you into the fold, like all the other things we brought, I think is just a, a, a great, it just speaks volumes for itself. Just your musical work inside of the legacy and the body of Juggalo music in general, I think is just amazing. Amazing. And if you've seen his name and on I the dare back, I say, yeah, underrated. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Very absolutely. No, you don't have underrated. to dare. You can you can be very bold with that. Very, very underrated. All caps. People need to recognize for sure, how like, much you had have do you have to do with with us being yeah. who we are and sounding how we sound do you have a discography because if you do and if you don't you should because oh my christ the 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 it's long it's i swear it's long it's crazy because just the work we've done together not to mention the work you've done with other people and other projects and 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 in this one off albums and things like that just in this world alone right. is 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 a legacy worth of music so again kudos to you and 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 thank you as well for helping us do what we do because literally you are one of the people that really helps me and Paul get our music out like like literally like that makes that process that much more easier on me and him for sure you know what I mean? and I know we're supposed to be talking mainly about freak show but I mean so even so I mean, I'll stay there evolves. I'll stay there no I'll stay there because if there's another story inside of there even in freak show like when we were doing fall apart it was like you know and you and you're like man I'm like man we want to have this cool breakdown and you're like hold on listen to this and you pull out the burnt Bum, bum, right. bum. And we're like, where is this guy fucking from? And and it just it showed to me like in that moment it was like, dude, you're a team player and and you want us to look fresh because you know that that it's all beneficial full circle. And I think that speaks volumes to to who you are and and you being a team player. And I just again we, we appreciate we're shit flabbergasted. Out of you. We, we are we you, really man. do, man, for real. Um <clears throat> That's how it is, bro. It really is. Uh, I was going to say, are you working on anything new? But I know you Jesus. are, and I don't know what you can talk about. <laughs> right, yeah, that's the whole thing, is that, you know, I'm constantly working on stuff, but then I got to go ask uh, ask Mike and George. I'm like, okay, what can I talk about? The clearance, Instead sir. What can I talk about? It's basically true. Basically, it's like, well, 90% is mum's the word, so there's a Fair. whole lot of posts and pictures where you can't see titles of anything. Right. Just... Hey, a secret mission I'm working on. And I think... I think that's cool too, as well, because I think it's like it's like it always means that you are several steps or or considerable jogs ahead in in the timeline, which means that well, people are just now enjoying the the stuff being you know mixed and mastered and coming out of here. Uh, well, we're already on the next page, and I think that's a, another testament of who we are and how and how and why this whole entire wheel keeps spinning for us. Absolutely, and, and for real, man, I, I promise you, it, it could not happen. With Without you, so we nope. thank you so much. Fuck yeah, Fritz. Um, thank you. Yeah, man, for real. Thank you so well, much. Thank you guys, man. You guys, you guys have uh, given me a great place to uh, to do what I do. Hey, you got man. an Instagram or something, Fritzy? Look, I want everybody to go and tell you thank you. Fucking a get right. on your goddamn digital knees and <laughs> thank this God man. What is happening? <laughs> no, but absolutely though, we are gonna put it up, put it up on the screen right now. We want you to go by, give him a follow, and uh, and and, and, and straight say up, thanks, man. And say thanks, man, for real, because like legit, half of the catalog. If you are calling. 
yourself a juggalo. Half of the catalog that you bump has this man's name on it. And that's real talk. So more. thank you. It's more. It's more. Is it's it more? more? I was being fair. Just I in case it was God. more. I'd rather be a little behind right. than, a, than a, too more. much. It's more. I fair think enough. Fritz's has something to do with 70% of our fucking catalog. He has had his cat right. paws and mostly all of the cookie jars. <laughs> Either mixing, engineering, making a beat, <laughs> doing something. The man has been involved he with is. this band from before it had pubis. And his his skill set <laughs> speaks for itself. And 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 man, seriously, I, I just, I can't say it enough. Thank you so much. Thank you for stopping by the show. Fuck Thank yeah. you for helping us craft Freak Show and make it the awesome record that it is. And um, do you have any parting words, any words of wisdom, anything that you'd like to bless the people listening or watching this up with? Yeah, just <laughs> it was like yeah. Appreciate great music. Yeah, appreciate good music. Fuck yeah! All, all right, fair all enough. Ask, That's what's up, man. That's he it. said. He said, as long as that shit is good, turn it up and play it loud. Absolutely. Thank you again, brother. We appreciate you. Thank you, friends. And we will be right, right back. Thank you, guys. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Freak show podcast finna come back in a second. What he said. What's up? And we're back with another installment of Q and A with Twisted. I'm Jamie Madrox. Um, I'm being kicked random questions, and it's my job here to answer them. All these questions will be infused with freak show goodness, so without further ado, I'm pleased to enjoy. So the first question is, what is your favorite moment or most memorable moment from the freak show era? In order to answer your question, we have to start at the top. Freak Show was the first time we ever had a professional set made, which was from a company called Strike. It costed like $200,000. We had a beautiful 20 by 10 backdrop painted like a very creepy off-scale haunted forest. And there was this big wing demon in the center of the stage, about 10 feet tall. And the curtains would always open at the beginning in, uh, in venues, obviously, that had that kind of uh, theater vibe. But when the curtains would open, Paul and I would be standing with our backs to the crowd and just hearing people screaming. That vibe, that feeling, that was like the first time when you had your first, your first, that was my first kiss. That was the first time that the curtains had opened and the crowd was there to see us. We weren't just opening for somebody. We were actually headlining, and it was a big deal, and, and I think that's amazing. So that's your answer. I hope like, I answered your motherfucking question. Don't be asking no more questions. You only get one. Get the fuck up out of here. Man, well, say a prayer. Say a little prayer. You looking at me again? Bitch. Wow. Staring at me? No respect My for bad. the dead. Damn. I'm going to say a little prayer for him. That's bullshit. I'm going to fuck you up. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? You got that motherfucking you show money? Some respect for the dead, fool. You got a motherfucking money? You got motherfucking money? I'll shoot your ass again. What's up? My name is Jamie Madrox, and welcome back to The Market Report. On this episode of The Freak Show Podcast, The Market Report is going to feature questions from you, the viewers and listeners out there who watch the pod. Like this first one from Dave in Windsor. Dave in Windsor asks, can you explain the difference in the labels at the top of graded comic books? It's a pretty good question, Dave. And you know what? I'm gonna try to explain it. Today, we're gonna focus on CGC just because I feel that'll be a little more one thing at a time. You got it, Dave? Listen up. Okay, we're gonna start with first, the blue label. Okay, this is the universal grade. This means that every comic that has this label is authentic and good to go. Then we can talk about the yellow label. The yellow label is verified 
that CGC has witnessed the autograph and bears an authenticity that the signature is in fact witnessed by them on the book, giving it the yellow label of authenticity. Next, the green label. The green label means qualified. That means that the book is authentic, but something is missing from it. For example, Amazing Spider-Man 238. You have it, it's the first appearance of Hobgoblin, but it's missing the tattoos. It will receive a green label because it's a real comic, but missing something inside of it. Same thing with Hulk 181. Maybe someone clipped out the value stamp. Hmm. You gotta keep a watchful eye. That would also get a green label. Authentic, but missing some part of its greater whole. And lastly, the purple label. The purple label is for restoration. That means that the book is authentic, but things have happened to it. Maybe a staple was replaced, pages were trimmed, removed, color added. It all depends. Every bit of that will be listed at the top of the label, giving you, the buyer, a better understanding of what restoration was done to that specific comic book. So there you go, Dave and Windsor. Take the information and hopefully it helps you. Our next viewer, listener, question comes all the way from Denver, Colorado via Kathy. Kathy wants to know, she says she understands that vintage toys in boxes and packages are valuable, but she wants to know, is it possible for them to still be valuable without the packages? Kathy, I'm glad you asked because I'm here to explain it to you. Absolutely, but what you need to do is have a watchful eye. You need to make sure that you're looking at the toys because so many toy brands over time, like G.I. Joe and He-Man and Transformers have taken on commemorative issues, uh, reissues, and things of that nature. So make sure that if you have a vintage toy that does have stampings from the 80s or early 90s or what have you, that you know you have an official toy. Step two is making sure that the toy is complete. You obviously will get more money for He-Man if he has his sword and his shield and all the other accessories. And if they have file cards and comic books, that's just more sprinkles on your already awesome Sunday. There you go, Kathy. Keep your eye out at the garage sales and make sure they have the weapons. And our last question comes to us all the way in Utah via Steve, who says he's been collecting coins for over five years and wants to progressively add another collectible item into his portfolio and wants to know which one I believe is the most lucrative, be it cards, comics, or toys. Well, Steve, I'm glad you asked that, and I am not by any way, shape, means, or form an expert, but I do have an opinion and an asshole, and I'm about to tell you my opinion. First of all, toys is kind of a finicky market. It will always be a market for it, but it's not as prevalent as the comic book and card communities. Both of those are super duper hot right now and a lot of money is transacting. We have up and coming rookie cards and new appearances and people speculating on books. So again, make sure that you immerse yourself in all the knowledge on whatever the hell you're gonna buy, be it cards, comics, toys, coins. I'm sure you know, Steve, you collect coins. You know how important grading and authenticity is to a coin and how a grade of a bump of a number, a .5 or a 10 or gem mint can completely blow the hemisphere out of a price value. So keep that knowledge that you already have with coins and apply it to whatever the hell you collect and make sure that you love what you collect and collect what you love. My name is Jamie Madrox. Thank you so much for checking out the market report. And now over to my brother, Paul. What up y'all? Welcome to What's in the Box. Today, it showed up. 
I don't know why it showed up, but it did. Our great friends from Trick or Treat Studios sent me something amazing. We're not sure what's in it, but we're gonna find out together. And no better place to do it than the Freak Show Podcast. Where is it? All right. Trusty Blade. Let's go. Now, these guys got all kinds. They, they send us all kinds of stuff. I wanna say we're a little spoiled, but who am I to talk? I think it's funner to just say sometimes the kicks has to be twisted. That's what I think. Anyway, so when this showed up, I didn't know what to expect, because it's, it's huge. Cutting, 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 cutting. Let's make the cut. Sing it. Cutting, 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 cutting. Ah, let's make the cut. All right. Ooh, you know what's something awesome when it's got those corner protectors like that, those edgies? And those? Hell no. You gotta be. Bun, bun, bun. Like mutant act. It's Annabelle. Oh my lord almighty. Get off of her. Get off of her. Get her out of this box. Nobody puts you in a box. God damn it. Get her out of here. I'm gonna lose my. No, somebody. Get her out of it. You can't breathe. Get her out of it, you can't breathe. Oh, 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 sweet. Sweet, sweet baby. Oh, oh, my sweet. You are home. Holy shite. Look at this thing. Wow. I hope you're getting a good shot of that. That looks good. There it is. No glares or nothing. Wow. I don't know what to say. Thank you. I'll be by once every weekend to sweep the floors of the warehouse. Um, I can send you topless shots of Jamie Madrox if you want. I can get those. Let me know, trick or treat. God damn it, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Look at this. We'll put some glam shots up so you can see it. I gotta get the box made. We gotta get the protecting spell. So she doesn't ring. She doesn't actually. So she doesn't get with that four-foot four chucky I got in it. Little slam to bamba. Thank you for watching What's in the Box. This has been awesome. Thank you, Trick or Treat Studios. Go check them out. They are the kings of all things fun and spooky. Thanks again. We have another informative freak show 20th anniversary interview right here, right now, with the guy, a graphics arts visionary, a digital painter, a, a, a sculptor of photographical images, the one, the only, Gary Arnett is coming up with an interview right here, right now. Keep it here on the Freak Show Party. So first of all, let us let, let us start from the top. This is this is the uh the Freak Show celebration episode of the Freak Show podcast that is exclusively on Sound Talent Media. We are celebrating the 20th anniversary of Freak Show. And we are on the phone now with the one and only Gary Arnett. Gary, um, can you explain 
I kind of want I kind of want to lay some groundwork for who you are and what you do. Um, can can you kind of can you kind of touch on what what exactly did you do with uh, with and for psychopathic back in the days? Like can lay lay lay, lay it out for us. First off, let me say thank you for calling. Yes. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Um, I, uh, it's, boy, I'm trying to even think. Well, in between Ringmaster and Riddle Box, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, I met the clowns. I met, I met up through Psychopathic through some uh, odd circumstances. Okay. And um, they, I was going to actually, it, it came about with me helping them uh, with do, making some merchandise. Okay. And they said, they said, "Hey, uh, can you help? Can you help us?" I did. They, they, I said, "I need artwork." They brought some artwork over, mm-hmm. which were cassette covers, just cassette covers. Wow! And they said, wow. they, they said, uh, "This is all we have." And by the way, what do you do here? And I said, "I do artwork." And they're like, "Like, could you make?" cassettes for us and i'm like I, wow that whole shelf over there is full of cds and cassettes yeah. <laughs> wow I, that's what i do and um i did a promo single i think for the riddle box i can't the the, the joker's gallery i can't even remember okay. what it was called no that sounds right and and that's sort of where the doors open from there we they asked me to do uh riddle box and we did all the riddle box graphics and artwork. And Dan Christie was my partner, who I That's still do some work with. Um, we worked on those. Uh, we did everything from riddle box all the way up through uh, just the 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 face of the Joker's card of the missing link. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing after that. Um, and to also. And then- I was to say also to clarify and to add to your legacy, uh, you you and Mr. Christie are, are responsible for also working with a lot of the legendary products about town like Fago and Better Made and and just like it adds to the uh, not that not that you need that but but for those who don't know it adds to the credibility and the realness of what you brought to uh, the album cover game. And I think I think a lot of people don't really understand how I think in some senses, which I'll try to fill the void. In some senses, you would get ideas and concepts on like cocktail napkins and it would be your job to bring them into this, you know, either posterized or or, or what we know now is vector traced or whatever, you know, format and, and colorize them. And, and, and a lot of that magic was was really you. You were that Dr. Frankenstein, so to speak. Uh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, no, for real. I want people. I want people to understand. Like it's like where a lot of times it's like you. You are the people that that kind of go unsung in this industry, especially with something as visual as where we came from and and where we're going to. As far as as we get closer to freak show in the in the conversation, but but yes, very sure. very true. Um, yeah, and I, and through that, obviously, and their label and other associated artists that were on the label, obviously where I met you guys, mm-hmm. um, is sort of where that rolls up. Prior to that, I did artwork. I did all kinds of other music-related artwork. You know, kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, uh, for it sure. Didn't matter, it didn't matter whether you were a gospel record group <laughs> or, or, or a rap group or a heavy metal group, whatever. That's I just awesome. did artwork. That's awesome. 
You painted the pictures. He did. He did indeed. Uh, okay, so so now now coming closer to you, you meet Twisted. You've already been doing business and dealings with Psychopathic, and now you meet Twisted. And 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 what is the first project that you actually actually work on with Twisted? It is Freak Show, correct? I think. I think no, was no. I most take that. Tasteless. Yes. Most, most. There was something. I didn't. I don't think I did most tasteless, but I did something for. I know what it was. Single. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was. You know, unfortunately, that's about six computers ago and about Fair enough. hard drives ago. Fair that, enough. That are, you know, hard drives that are blown up. So I don't even. Have I think most of that stuff. I think I know what it was. I think you did an advertisement that went inside of the big money uh, hustlers. VHS tapes. It was a pickup most tasteless now, and you did this kind of a caricature where our heads were larger, and it was just so different, and we were just blown away by it, and we wanted to work with you so bad. Truth be told, we wanted to work with you so bad, but because of, you know, you working so round the clock on their stuff, it wasn't, we weren't able to work with you, and then when we did, and actually get to sit down in a project with you, it was Freak Show. And and, and with, with E-Wolf, uh, fucking amazing eye behind the camera, uh, brought to life a lot of the pictures that became the iconic images that is that coveted cover. Yeah, we, we well, E-Wolf, E-Wolf uh, and I had worked on quite a few other projects. He, had, he was in a band, had been in several bands actually, and he was a photographer, so a photographer who shot bands, so he knew what was going on. Um, all I had to do was art direct a little bit and, and tell him what we need to get out of this. That's awesome. And he, you could just let him go. But for it was sure. such a process. Like as we would normally just take pictures for our cover, this was so different. We had to have our heads a certain way. It was true. We had to be in the same position. It was a process. And then to see what you did <laughs> when you stitched that together yes. was, I mean, absolutely mind blowing. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's weird because that's 20 years ago. And now, you know, and, and I was fairly proficient back then, but now mm. obviously much more proficient. But back then, just the split of the face took me over the course of two days, took me 13 hours wow. you know, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out. Uh, Jamie's got a bigger head than, than, yes. than yeah. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> oxide, yeah, than yeah. Paul and, and not that it's that, you know. No, I but I. Bigger I, than his, his ego. His ego is way bigger <laughs> yeah. than, ah, yes. than monoxide. Fair but enough, fair enough. Just, just physically, you know, the physiology of your face is right. not the same. So having to figure figure those out and, and you know, try to airbrush some of your teeth in there. And truth truth insane, be told, bro. when... It was when, like fusing together a pea and a peanut. <laughs> it really was. But <laughs> but what was great about it, and, and for those for those of you watching and listening, uh, I, I'll have you know that that it was... We'll show... We're going to show, like, some of the um, the the Polaroids that we still have as, as we kept as mementos. But, but like, the, the idea that you guys had this all measured out and there was a certain way that we had to stand with that our hands. Yeah, it was literally like you guys created this like this grid for us to stand in and just just how we were and i'm with the measuring tapes and had to have the wings up and paul's head was a little smaller and tilted it was just so methodic that for what it was worth if you didn't know what the fuck you were doing we were but we hook line and sinker we were like we've never right been pampered like this in our lives this is going to be amazing and <laughs> like, sure enough i mean the, the 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 end game the product that was that was uh, culminated from all of that awesomeness 
is 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 what we what we love. It, it set a standard for us. It really you did. You know what I mean? Where it, really it was like did. everything is is off of that now. It's like, okay, how do we top that? How do we compete with that? What do we do next? But one of the greatest, dude. Absolutely. You nailed it. Absolutely. I, we could go. Well, I, on other episodes, we'll, if, if you're willing to talk with us again, we'll talk about other records. I just want to stay with Freak Show because this is the, the premise of the show. But but knowing as well, I think during that, you taught us. I, I'll personally say that you taught us a, a, a lot about less is more. And and focusing on details that that like are are kind of like people don't don't notice like like knowing I was told in passing that you told George that you found the the screw bracket that's in our forehead you just found that laying around somewhere and you took out your your camera at the time because I don't believe it was cell phones but you took outside and you shot it and and you, you manipulated it to turn it just so and it's like. Nobody knows that shit, and that's fucking cool. And I want the world to know that because I don't want it to go unsung. We are celebrating the record and how it became. And right, this is like movies before CGI. Like you real. had to pull it off for real. That thirteen-hour yeah, yeah, job. How long would it take you now to do that? Yeah, seriously. Today, in today's time with, with turnaround, what would got. the thirteen hours be today? Who's paying for it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to hear. Uh, no, no, it's you know now probably you know realistically three hours. Yeah, right. You know, right. Uh, it, it's computers. I mean those those. So you got to remember when we shot those photos, we weren't just shooting that photo. We shot a bunch of other stuff too. Absolutely, it didn't work. In case that didn't work, and, yeah, and it's you know we, we didn't know that though. We didn't know that. We just thought we were shooting you know publicity headshots and a little bit of everything. But now knowing that, like that's that's awesome that you were that mindful that you already had a plan B and a C, which is great. Well, well, you know now because you've done it so many times. Is fair enough. When you're there in front of the photographer, you've got to get as much of them. You know, you're paying them whatever it is by the hour or by the day or whatever it is. Right. You got to get as much out of that as you can. You can't just go in there with one little daisy and go, I need a picture of this. You're right. You got to take the whole, you got to take the whole garden in there and shoot everything. Right. And, this, and that's, that's amazing. And then, because you don't know what you're going to need on the back end of that. And to try to go and recreate that and get that exact same setup and the same distance and the same measurements and stuff. And I've had to do that before. And it's a royal pain in the ass. That, Lighting, that's insane. And it almost right. never matches, you know, but right. you try to do whatever. Right. But so you try to get as much of it as you can in one shot so that if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't work out, you've got plan B and plan C. Uh, I don't remember what those were. I remember we right. other things. I, um, I, they were, they were one, I would assume it had to be plan B, but the, the bloody photos, the, 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 all of the, the, the white shirts with the, with the, uh, the, the ties blood. and yeah, the blood just the everywhere. Ads. Yeah. That was, that was insane. The terror has a new name. And, and I just want to say, you know, and, and everybody listening right now, you're, you're listening to, uh, uh, a legendary, artist who has been doing this shit in the game for over 20 years listen to what he's telling you so if you go forward and work with people in the future you know he's telling you make sure you get all the shots you need don't don't if you're paying for your time your money's valuable make sure you get out of it what you need and clearly what we've just learned today have a plan b and a plan c don't go in with just one goal because you might be let down those, are, those are words of wisdom dude. Most that's times. yeah absolutely 100 you know you know you don't go into the studio with half a song right uh or or no no music no beats or anything you've got you prepped all that stuff so that when you go in the clock's running you got to maximize what you can get out of the thing now it right. may take you obviously more right. than one day or whatever it is but um you know you know 
if you're if you're paying for people to sit around, you know, you're you're just wasting all your money. For Absolutely. sure. For sure. And especially from from us being uh independent, even even while being with them or by ourselves, it's uh your your independent money. So it's not this big surplus uh purse you got from like, you know, some mega what what say some universal or right. someone like of that of that stature where there's just excesses Disney. of money. Disney. Right. Or something like that. Like it's it's like in, in this regard, I think I think that we learned a lot of stuff through paying attention to you guys as well. We paid attention to a lot of people, but I think we were most blown away by by yours and E-Wolf's uh, approach and, and your integrity in every product you touched, whether you were doing a sampler or a fucking gift bag that was going to be at Harmony House. Yes, Harmony House, goddammit. I'm going to take it back. We're, we're going on a time machine, Gary. But what what no matter what the hell you were doing or if it was a collector tin for Better Made, you always had integrity in your product and your product always looked real. And that's something that's the biggest compliment I could possibly give. Me and Paul say that all the time when we listen to a song. It sounds real. It looks real. Because nowadays everybody tries for that real and they always fall short of it. And I think you were ahead of the game with that. So I thank you. I thank you for everything that you helped us out with. And uh, we appreciate you for all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Not to take anything away from Freak Show. For sure. No, not at all. But not not 1%. But when you did that, no. that, that Green Book Guts logo. Bro, oh, my God. Where you invented and created a oh font for it. That I mean, just mind-blowing stuff. And we'll come back and talk to you, you know, we when will. that turns 20. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, God willing, we but will. Yeah, I, I, mean, I love that. Extremely yeah, inventive man. and creative in the ability to take somebody's vision and put cherries on top Like, legitimately, of it. take someone's idea out of the air and literally bring it to fruition. I, I, that, right, that is no words, no photos. Right, right. Which is the hardest story to tell, man, and you do it extremely well. I agree. Well, you were, you guys were actually, and I've dealt with a lot of different artists, like I said, whether it's gospel or heavy metal or whatever. Mm -hmm. You guys used to come to the game with a pretty good idea, True. but you were also open to all kinds of things, and that makes a big difference when you're creative. If I got to do the same shit every single time, you're right. Or every every day, it's boring as fuck, and I don't want to do it. You know, I True. get tired of that kind of stuff. So the idea that you are open to stuff, um, and and we're you know, it's a trust. It. Yeah, it's a trust yeah. factor. It's a trust factor. Oh, we we knew we knew that that you were good people, and 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 obviously your work sp spoke volumes and still does. And I think we went into it like it's it's. And this is my bit of advice for anybody listening: like letting go of you know everything. Like you don't know everything, and there's a reason why you don't do everything. And other people are good at that thing. So if somebody tells you something in confidence or or has your best interests at heart, it's it, it is good to listen because it creates bonds and relationships and and clearly amazing masterpiece records right you need to know what you don't know for real 100 percent. the day i stop learning is the day after i die right. god damn right you're right i'm a clap for that that's real for real that's real shit it's, you know every day i want to know everything i go to print shops and i got i want to can i come in the back I want to see what yeah. you guys. Do. I wanted to see what you guys do back there. That's I want to awesome. see what kind of equipment you have. One, not part of it is just my interest in it, but For also sure. so that I understand what you're doing, and so that I don't 
you know, fuck up a job. You know, you the, sending you the artwork the wrong way or the wrong kind of job. Right. Now, right. You know, we've delayed it by whatever, you know, you know, the better workings of, of, of what you're about to work with. And, and, and again, I think that speaks volumes just to know that you still have the love and the passion for what you do to where you want to learn. You want to know the new trends and the processes right. of it's things. It's like music, photography, it really graphics is. is like music. It's constantly evolving, constantly going somewhere else. And the minute you don't pay attention, you're lost. The, exactly. It's a you're passion. Done. It's a passion. And, and I love, and it makes me feel great to my core to know that you still have that passion in you. And uh, we must, we absolutely must work on a project together in the future, man. And just, just for, just for even old time's sake, even if, even if, you know, whatever, just for the fuck's sake, we have to do it because uh, we, we, but we'll be paying for it just so we'll be paying <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> yes, it'll be on our time, sir. Yes, hell yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Gary, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to stop yeah, by and you. help us celebrate the Freak Show album 20 year celebration right here, right now on the Freak Show podcast. Thank you again, Gary, for stopping by, man. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Wait, one, one more thing. Wait, Go one ahead. more thing. So, I at the Astronomicon. I had never seen the giant 3D freak show demon. Oh, he's I, cool. I never saw it. Never saw any pictures. Didn't even know it existed. Wow. And somehow I missed it. Like, I didn't see it. And then I saw photos of it, and I was fucking blown away by it. It's, uh, I was, it was, it was phenomenal. It's a redo. Like, it's a redo of the first one. The first one, I want to say, was done by Strike, mm -hmm. which was a prop company. And then somehow the head got stolen and returned damaged. And then we contracted a new person to do it again. And I think w what's cool, and I know why you think it's cool, is it's because someone took your creation and created from it. And I think, and I agree with you. Seeing it in 3D and 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 off off the page is just. Man, it's, it's yeah, and it was giant too. I mean, it's, it's fucking huge. It's like fucking ten feet tall or something. It really know. is. It, it really did, is. Did Did you have it back at Astronomicon two? Ah, I, wanna, I can't remember. I would say One yeah. Of, I, I, I did. Have, yeah. I did eventually see it. Um, What's, I don't know. I don't know which one. I can't remember. That. I want to say it was that. I want to say it was at the fifteenth anniversary that that we had it. Um, we had it like uh, refurbished or, or refixed, however you want to say it. Because again, the head was seen some better days, so we got a new one made. And I think this guy nailed the likeness of of your cover more so than the first one. The first one was just you know you got the gist of it. It clearly is what it is. But I think this one it, it, it reflects more attributes of Paul and I. So I, I think it's even getting better every time it's done that's cool man nice and, and we're getting some cool shit we got some fun shit that we're going to be sending you to because i want you to be a part of all the awesome festivities that we have on board so again thank you what's gary the, what what's that all right oh you're good, good no, no 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 no, I, what, I just want to know what's up with Astronomica. Oh, Astronomica, because of the pandemic, we're, we're, we're diligently trying to see if we fall into the guidelines of, of whatever can and can't be. And as soon as any regulations are lifted and, and we can figure out the social distancing and just play the game, we're, we're down to do it. Because, you know, the, the need and the want to, to gather and con and convention and love and share is all there. Oh, it's huge. It is. It really it's is. It's, it's everywhere too. I mean, I, I, I feel I, you know, we, you know, these, your fans don't really know, but I also do an event the same of the year with you, you know, yes. with, with, uh, as you and, uh, the dirty show. And we have, we have the same kind of issue 
you know, which I would normally right now be working on, but I'm not because we don't know. It's right, for sure. Problem. Right, it really is. Which which kind of leaves everyone to to this, you know, kind of humdrum type of vibe. So that's why it's really important that, that we keep it going and we keep it energetic and we keep, you know, everybody with with new uh, entertainment or stuff to listen to and look at and, uh, and have fun with. So, I mean, I'm sure like you uh, and like us, you, where there's a will, there's a way. We'll, we'll, we'll keep doing what we got to do until we can get back to where we need to be. Absolutely. Awesome. Oh, I love it. I got to tell you, I think it's great. I think it's a great, I think it's a great avenue for you guys. It fits you guys really well. That's awesome, I'm not, man. And I'm not just blowing smoke. I just you no. Know, I appreciate that. We we've been fanboys forever, man. So it's 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 only fitting that that we that we try to find something that would help other people celebrate the same shit that we like. So I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I think that's awesome. And uh and we're gonna put up we'll put up a link to uh to the event that you have going on or the site or anything that you want to promote and uh, just to share people out there because I mean you know knowledge is power. Maybe people want to get at you and they might want to have you work on some of their shit and try to make a masterpiece out of theirs. You'll never get the magic we got from Freak Show, goddammit, but you can try. There you go. <laughs> there it is, man. Thanks again, Gary. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you, All right. Gary. All right, bye. See you, Paul. See you. Wait, I thought this was a dialed date. Win a date with Jamie. What the fuck? You better not. No, it's not. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gary. I'll, we'll talk to you later. All right, man. Entertainment is what we go for. It's true. Information is what we hope for. And... We got a lot of information on this episode. We want to thank Gary Arnett. We want to thank Fritz the Cat. Thank you, guys. We want to thank, um, who else? Who do we want to thank? We want to thank, uh, uh, what? Psychopathic? Sun Records for putting it out in the Philippines. Sun Records for putting out Freak Show in the Philippines. We want to thank uh, Psychopathic and Island for putting out Freak Show back in the day. We want to thank uh, Island Records for letting us put it out and, and utilize it again in 2020. We, uh, we want to thank you for watching this episode. And we, keeping Freak Show relevant for 20 yes, years. 20 years later. And we have an awesome launch of awesome shit. And that's not, that is just the beginning because literally on Devil's Night, October 30th, it's going down like never before. The, the Freak Show experience. He took the words right out of my trick-or-treat bag. I couldn't hold it back. I wanted to say, I felt like I was sitting here drooling for a second. That's so okay. Just, freak Show experience. Yeah! And, and you know what? And it's a good thing because what an amazing experience it is. And I'm not going to sit here and tell any more secrets about it. I don't want you to... You know what? We are going to let the commercial spot play. We're going to roll the credits. And on that note, my name is Jamie. My name is the M-O-N-O-X-I-D-E-E. And we are Twisted. And we want to thank y'all for watching and hanging with us or listening to us if you're out there on the airwaves. Wherever you may be, the Freak Show podcast has been a blast. Deal! Till next time, y'all. Thank you. Mr. Madrox and a Jamie Bones and someone got that special one. I don't know. Props to that person. <laughs>
One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.